Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by a Broadway star in the making. You've seen her on Celebrity Cruises, in regional theater, and touring with Tara Vaughn. Now, on her first national tour, playing Julie Nichols and Tootsie, we welcome Ashley Alexander. Hi! Ashley, let's go beyond the mic. You're a proud Jersey girl, through and through. Beauty and the Beast was your first Broadway show. Would the daughter of two jocks be interested in Broadway if it wasn't for that first show? Honestly... I don't know. Probably. I will say um, those two jocks also really loved music. My dad was like really, really into music. He's not into musical theater, which is funny, but I think really music is what it, it started the love for it all. Just the feeling of lyrics and things like that. And then being able to perform them on a stage with, you know, teacups that really kind of <laughs> solidified it for me. <laughs> what music did you grow up with? I was really lucky in that my parents never agreed on music choices. So I grew up with a lot of different music. Um, My dad was really into like Enya and the Beatles. And um, he really loved Jimi Hendrix and random country music, a lot of rock and roll. And then every now and then some like, weird Gregorian chants. And my mom, on the other hand, was very into like Anita Baker and oh Jill Scott and things like that, Erica Badu. So it's like a lot of Afro soul music mixed with just kind of like this weird dude who lived on a, a naval ship and listened to a lot of different music over his life. So yeah. What influences did you have? I would say vocally, I am, the reason I say I'm lucky is because I am capable of multiple styles because I listened to so many. I was fascinated by the way people made music with their own bodies. Um, The difference between listening to the Beatles sing um, because they're wonderful lyricists, but, you know, they're kind of just like, fine singers and then you are listening to Erica Badu who has a very interesting and odd sound but sings incredibly Macy Gray who has this incredible rasp Tony Braxton's like low timbre and then every now and then you're just kind of like listening to an opera singer and all of that somehow is the same art form but it is so incredibly different so yeah that's been really cool just kind of to figure out the science of using your body that way. Three years ago, you described yourself as a, quote, overeager and large mouth girl who had no idea that this was only the beginning of a blossoming career, unquote. You've achieved what few others have. Your first Broadway traveling show is one of the leads. What does that say about you? Wow. I don't know. I <laughs> am... I'm incredibly lucky. I guess I could say that. I work hard and I know that and I have to remind myself of that. But sometimes imposter syndrome does like kind of creep its ugly head in. It was a very weird way to get this. I got it in the middle of a pandemic, which was just kind of crazy. None of us had work. And then I had a very big job. And (laughs) um, I'm just kind of navigating that and have been for the last two years. It's been 
It's been very, very incredible, and I'm very, very lucky to be in the position that I'm in. Ashley Alexander playing Julie Nichols in Tootsie in the Traveling Broadway Tour joins us beyond the mic for the Rocking A. Ashley, all this is is eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. <laughs> What's the best thing on the Fairleigh Dickinson campus? Oh, the mansion. It is a beautiful, beautiful building that just happens to have like some random classrooms in it and financial aid, but it's a historic building that was owned by the Vanderbilts and your classes are in a bedroom. So that's cool. (laughs) You used to enjoy sketching as a kid. When was the last time you picked up a pencil? Just drew. Um, Last year, we went to the Grand Canyon and I did a sketch of the section of the Grand Canyon that we were looking at. Ashley, who are the artists that you look up to and occasionally find yourself Just singing in the shower. Oh, Tank and the Bangas at the current moment. What's the most underrated piece of Lululemon clothing? Oh, wow. You are really good at this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say, oh, they're they're shorts. They're very, very good at shorts, both for men and for women. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Longest hike you've made and where did you go? Last year, we went... Me and the guy who played Max at the time, Lucas Miller, we took a hike up the mountains in Denver. It was the hardest thing that I've ever done and the scariest. It was about a nine-mile hike to, I think, 10,000 feet elevation. I made it to almost the very top. It was very windy, and I thought I was going to fall off the mountains. (laughs) (laughs) What's the biggest honor other than being a Phi Zeta Kappa honor student? Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Wow, you're really good at this. Sorry, they told me you would be, but I was I was not prepared. <laughs> I try to be better than everybody else. What's one thing on the top of your bucket list? Ooh. My dad wanted to hit every state in the country. He hadn't visited everyone and he wanted to hit every continent. My goal is every continent. Um I I think I can do the States pretty easily because of touring. So the, the continents is the one that I'm going for. That's interesting. You rescued your late dog, Sophia through a shelter. Why is the love of a dog so unconditional to you? There, well, (laughs) there is something so wonderful about being greeted by some, by a presence that will always, always love you. And to just, know what joy is to see how happy a dog is to just go outside and run. I used to take her down the street to this little field that was like two blocks away from our apartment and just take her off the leash and let her sprint for a half hour. And she was happy to just do that. Nothing else, just run. And that that is a joy that I have to be reminded of sometimes of the simple things. And Dogs are just so wonderful at reminding you of that. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for the back half with the actress playing Julie Nichols in Tootsie. Ashley Alexander joins us Beyond the Mic. Ashley, you play the leading lady in the musical Inside the Musical. Mm-hmm. Who did you call first when you found out you had the role? So it's very funny how I got that job. Originally, I was cast as the understudy. And then like, 
yeah, two, three months later, I got an email from my agent and he was like, hey, congratulations. And I was confused because I was like, I don't understand. I know I'm the understanding. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 no. You are Julie. And I was in a reading of Into the Woods at the time. And I called no one. I ran across the hallway to my castmates room, who happens to be Jordan Dobson, who is now playing the male lead in um, Bad Cinderella. (laughs) And I like knocked on his door repeatedly. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Was very confused. And you made that squeal that only small children and dogs can hear. Yes. squealing i had no idea what was going on i was very confused and he kind of had to tell me again what was going um yeah he was the first person that i told that i got the role i just i didn't know what to do i didn't know who to call i actually think i forgot to answer my my agent and say yes i think i like and like a couple hours went by and he was like hi did you get my email and i was like oh yes sorry thank you what did your parents think when you told them um I don't actually remember. My my parents are pretty low-key people. So I think my dad kind of just laid back and was like, wow, cool. My mom was very excited. My mom was very excited. My dad <laughs> was like, yay, you're employed. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Get out of the house and stop mooching. Yeah. Talk about this amazing cast and working with Drew Becker. It's been really, really incredible. We have very generous castmates is what I would say. Everyone is working really hard to be connected and there for one another, which you can't always say. I'm very grateful for that. Drew has been a wonderful partner on stage. We really have a good cadence about each other. We know when it's time to pick it up. You know, it's just, it's nice to be able to look into someone's eyes and not have to communicate and just know that's what's going to happen. So um, that's been really lucky. Jared, David, Michael Grant, all his names um, (laughs) has become one of my closest friends. And I'm very lucky to have him on tour with me to the point where like him and my boyfriend, like play mortal Kombat over (laughs) the internet with each other. Like it's been really great to, basically gain a family through this tour with both just people on stage and people backstage as well. You used to be a talent cruising on a cruise ship everywhere. Mm -hmm. How did touring differ for you than when you were just on a boat? It's funny because the whole being in a different place every day thing, that wasn't really jarring for me because of the cruise. We wake up in a different country every like week or so, every few days. So that wasn't surprising. It was the constant getting on a plane, getting on a bus and driving places, sometimes getting on a bus at seven o'clock in the morning and then having a show at seven 30 that night. That was the stuff that was really, really surprising for me of just like learning how to take care of yourself, learning when to get your sleep, <laughs> how to get your sleep. Um, And also minimalism. I'm a person who likes a lot of stuff. And when you're on a boat, you can just keep buying things because your house travels with you. But airlines don't care if you're on tour. So they will still charge you the overweight bag. (laughs) Now, what do you find yourself buying when you get to a new city? Um, Jewelry, a lot. I love jewelry. And I find that you can find really incredible pieces in thrift shops. Um, I found most 
Broadway tours or just touring artists wind up in thrift shops a lot. It gives you a really fun litmus test of the people that live in that city because it's all their belongings that they've just turned into this place to resell. So um, I have right now I'm wearing five rings. I have a bunch of different jewelry and each ring was bought in a different place on tour. So that's just kind of like my reminder of different places that I've been. So where do you go to reset after you arrive? My room. I do a lot of just sitting in my room. I'm also really lucky that a lot of times I'm able to, depending on the size of the theater, get my own dressing room. So I'm not in the first 30 minutes of the show, princess track. So (laughs) I'm able to just put on my makeup, put on my costume and sit and listen to the show and then remember like, okay, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. Let's time to go. I will say there are times where you wake up and you're in a city and you don't know where you are. You do forget because you're a little tired. (laughs) It just depends on the day, how we've traveled in, how much time I get. But a lot of the the centering has to come from your own body because you don't get a constant place. She plays Julie Nichols in Tootsie. It is the talented Ashley Alexander beyond the mic. People may have seen Dustin Hoffman in the movie Tootsie, but the musical is slightly different. Why is it better than the movie? (laughs) Well, I won't tell you how it's better than the movie because everyone likes different things. So that's a subjective question, but (laughs) it is different. We, one, you have to update it for the stage, obviously. The movie, I know Dustin Hoffman is auditioning for a soap opera, but within this show, we are um, auditioning, well, he is auditioning for a musical. Robert really wanted to make sure that it was kind of a love letter to New York City, and he's really done that. There's lyrics in there that people don't understand are a joke specifically to actors in New York City. Um, One of Peyton Riley, who plays... Sandy, one of her lines is like after she goes to audition and she doesn't get it, she goes to Taco Bell and just like stuffs her face with meat. What people don't realize is there is about five major audition buildings in New York City. They are all within the same maybe three, four block radius. One of them, it's actors access is like all the way out of the way. It's very annoying to go there. But (laughs) the rest of them are all in the same spot. And next to it is a Taco Bell that has spiked drinks and (laughs) a lot of actors. It is 90% actors sitting there eating chalupas and crying for whatever reason. Either they got a job or they didn't get the job and they're happy or they're sad, but they're eating a chalupa and they are overwhelmed. So it's very, very specific to the people that are in it, which I think is really wonderful. You don't always get that. I think sometimes we think of New York as this really, really big and overwhelming place, but there's a lot of different personalities and things happening within the city. And Robert's done a really good job of like narrowing that down and getting to the nitty gritty of it. Also, like we have just updated it for the times that we're in now, just really commenting on, Hey, maybe that was really not a great idea. (laughs) Um, You, you really messed up some people's lives in this and we really should talk about that, but we can do it in a comedic way where um, we're getting some information, but we're also laughing. One thing you have on the road that makes you feel that you're at home. I have two things, actually. They're very different. One, my mother bought me a giant Snuggie, like a huge, 
hoodie. It's like a, it's shaped like a hoodie, but it goes down to my ankles. One, cause I'm very short, but two, because it's very big and it's pink and it's fuzzy. And I have that everywhere with me. It's either on my body or shoved in a pillowcase so that I can sleep with it on the plane. Um, so that kind of reminds me of my mom. And also my boyfriend got jealous when she bought one. So we have matching ones. So every now and then we'll call, do FaceTime and we're both wearing them. Side note, my wife does have a Sanagi also. And then the other thing is a blender. I actually have a Ninja in my suitcase because I'm obsessed with smoothies. Like truly obsessed with them. And I used to make them a lot when I was home, specifically after I would go to the gym or just in the morning as a quick breakfast. And it just makes me really happy. And I looked at my budget of smoothies that I bought last year and went, no, we need, we need a blender for ourselves. So um, I've been traveling a blender to every city and just making smoothies in my room. And it brings me so much joy. Lots of microwave omelets. Yes. Lots. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I also made a microwave omelet inside of a blender bottle. <laughs> Ashley, you believe in yourself building up rather than tearing down. Why is that important to you? One, it just tearing down doesn't get you very far. It doesn't get you anything. It's really, really important to remind, one, the people around you and yourself that you're doing something bigger than yourself. I'm a person who loves giving compliments. I think it's the perfect way to both brighten someone else's day and yourself just to recognize something cool in somebody else. I'm very known for screaming at strangers across the street that I like their outfit. (laughs) But a little bit of joy can get people really, really far, really, really far. Success comes from being confident a lot of the times and to tear somebody down, it's that's not a building block to success. So, you know, we're just we're just trying to build happy, joyful, successful people in the world in whatever fashion that may be. <laughs> What's the best thing about your boyfriend other than when he FaceTimes you for three hours? <laughs> He's incredibly supportive. I we had some um some family issues this past December, and he was really, really incredible to kind of just drop everything and come to Florida to support me and my mother in a, within a family that he did not know. He met all of my cousins and all of my aunts and uncles and everyone at one time. That could have been really bad. It could be really horrible. It could be really, really bad. He came out of it more loved than I am, which is um, wonderful, but also like, damn. <laughs> He was really supportive. There were times where I woke up and he was already making breakfast for my mother and my aunt and me. And, you know, he's he's real good that way. Also, he really loves dogs. That man is six foot two, all muscle, can deadlift 500 pounds, but will crumble at the sight of a puppy. And it's just cute to watch. (laughs) How has your parents helped you in life and changed the way you see the world? My... Mother is someone who has always been there for me, even in times when I've been nasty. She is an incredible rock that she shouldn't have to be. She has been so wonderful to me at all times in a way that not everyone can get. So just having someone that I know is always on my side has been really great. My dad was so 
good at talking to me about the business side of things. Not only was he a lieutenant commander in the Navy, but he also was a um, sous chef at Union Square Cafe when it first opened. So, and he used to talk to tell me a lot about just being a chef in New York City and what that's like. And he would compare being a chef in New York City to being an actor a lot. He was like, it's all about who you know. It's about you just putting your foot forward. We would have a lot of those conversations of when I was just like, I don't know how I can do this. And he was like, if you like it enough, you'll figure it out. Whether he retained the the information or not, he always asked questions. He always was interested. He didn't like musical theater, but he cared about me. So he made a lot of effort to get to understand what I was doing. My parents have all, were always very supportive at all times. And I'm very, very lucky for that. Because again, a lot of people tell their parents they're going to be an actor and they're like, what? <laughs> but they didn't care what I was going to do just as long as I did something. Ashley Alexander from Tootsie joined us beyond the mic. Ashley, who inspires you to be a better performer every day? Ooh, there's a, there's a lot of answers to that question. Well, give me your top three. My top three. Okay. One, it is every performer. Okay. This is going to be a big answer. Every performer that performs on the Tonys specifically because um, I used to watch the Tonys a lot when I was a kid. That was also something that kept me going. And to know that they have to perform a show afterwards, they've been up since six o'clock in the morning. It's it's also like the same thing on like the th- Thanksgiving Day parades. They give their all, specifically the ensemble dancing performers. To watch an ensemble dance, to watch our ensemble dance is insane. My body cannot do that and to communicate you through no words only body language is magic no one can tell me that it's not magical and it makes me weep i am a crier and it makes me very happy <laughs> so watching the tonys i it'll end at the thanksgiving day parade i'll also go see a show it'll end and i'll be crying because i'm happy i'm just so proud of the amount of work that they've done and how incredibly they've communicated Specifically, Neil Patrick Harris's um, opening, sobbing. I was heaving. People had to hold me. It was a lot. Additionally, my friends. I have friends in this industry that I have watched make incredible leaps. Incredible leaps. And you can't tell me that it's not possible because I know where they started because we started together. So to watch that happen, I have a friend who we did a musical theater camp when we were 16 together. We sang in the same section of that camp. In 2019, she was the ensemble member in the most Broadway shows in one season in history. That is insane. It's insane to see the work that they're doing and to see how far they have come. The music director in Tootsie right now is a very good friend of mine. And to see the work that he has done, he has written musicals. He's so wonderful at communicating. And I'm just, I just get so proud and so excited and I want to hang out with my friends. So it makes me want to do better. (laughs) And the third, my family, my family has been so incredible and to watch them not understand what i'm doing they have no idea what i'm doing these people are like in 
the health industry. My cousin is an EMT. My best friend, who I consider my family because I've known her for years, is a vet. They, they're not in this, but to every time I see them, they're like, I'm so proud of you. And that's really cool. I walk into my cousin's house and her husband, who's also my cousin, will look at me and sing Annie at me because that's the only musical that I think he knows. <laughs> he will look at me and just go, the sun will come out. And he's like, when am I going to see you on Broadway? And you're going to sing that song. That's not possible. I am far too old to play Annie. But it's just just the sheer amount of support and love that has come, that is, I am surrounded by makes me want to do well. It makes me want to do well. It makes me want to hang out with wonderful people and get to do incredible things. I love music. I love performing. And I love the people that I surround myself with. And that gets me very far. You spent a while on a cruise ship entertaining guests every night. Where was your favorite port? And how did those times prepare you for today? Ooh, my favorite port. I, we were in Bermuda for a really, really long time because the ship goes well, that specific ship that I was on would go from New Jersey to Bermuda for three days and back for about three months. So I like to tell people that I lived in Bermuda for three months because I was only in Jersey for two days out of the week. I've never, you never get to explore a port to that extent with that much time. So I have a really, really deep love for Bermuda. I saw some really incredible things. They got to do some really, really cool things. So that was yeah, I think that's my favorite port. It'll it reminds me to take in as much as every of every city as possible. I do my best to make sure that I've gotten out of my hotel room and seen something that is specific to the city that I'm in, mainly because I'm not going to be able to live in Bermuda again. I, I, th- I like that's just not going to happen. That's not where my career is taking me unless I get back on a cruise ship, but I look so fondly on those memories and I really, really enjoy traveling. So being able to do that has reminded me why I do this. Your resume lists your talents and I was intrigued by whistling. What can you whistle? Oh, I'm pretty good at just whistling songs in general, but now I have to think of a song, I guess. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not incredible whistling, but I can whistle. That's the goal. (laughs) Just know, everyone listening to this, if you need me to whistle, I will do it. Ashley, everyone has a dream role. What's yours? Well, I, for a long time, I would say that I didn't have one, but I just got a little bit more information about a little night music, which I, like, it was just not a show that I was on my radar, to be honest. There's so many musicals and that just wasn't one of them that I had looked into a little, um, that much, but wow, it is incredible. It's, it's music that I don't usually get to do. And the characters are so rich. I love characters with flaws. I find them incredibly wonderful. So I would say right now, let's say Petra and a little night music, but also I would kill to be in Man of La Mancha. I don't know. Just give me Man of La Mancha. <laughs> it's time for two big questions with actress Ashley Alexander from the Broadway musical Tootsie Beyond the Mic. 
You once said, quote, over the years, it's been not only a matter of telling people this is who I am, but reminding myself who I am when I wake up in the morning, unquote. Who are you now? Still doing that, to be honest. Still reminding myself that you got this and you know what you're doing and you are in control of your own destiny. I, 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 I sometimes struggle with that. But it's an everyday practice of waking up and going, hey, you are the lead in a Broadway national tour. You are sustaining your living with that. You are you you're not selling leggings anymore. (laughs) So congratulations. You did the thing that you want to do. And all you do have to do is keep doing that. You've got this. So, yeah, somewhere in there. How has who you are changed from the beginning of the road to now? And what do you see in your future? Wow. I don't know. I guess I would I would say I'm a little bit more brazen, I guess, if that's correct. A little bit more bold. I have always had strong opinions. People say it's because I'm a Capricorn. But <clears throat> I was always scared to kind of say what was on my mind for fear that people would not like it, you know, because that happens. But I have learned how to communicate my thoughts and my feelings in a way that I know is not offensive. I know that I am just, I'm just here trying to make everything as best as it possibly can be. So that means sticking up for myself a little bit more. And again, I'm very lucky that the people that I'm around have fostered me to do that. I'm able to have tough discussions with people, which is really, really cool. And I'm also, because I'm able to stick up for myself, I'm also able to be there a little bit more for my friends, which is really awesome. Ashley hiked nine miles in Denver, almost got blown over. She would kill to be in Man of La Mancha and is a mini blender fiend. She wants you to see Tootsie at a city near you. Ashley Alexander, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.